This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Tonight, the FBI joins the hunt for those who knocked out power to tens of thousands after opening fire on electricity substations. The rush to restore lights and heat with cold temperatures expected overnight. CBS's Mark Strassman is in North Carolina as authorities search for a suspect and a motive. A community in mourning after a seven-year-old girl is allegedly abducted and killed by a FedEx truck driver. Tonight, the new details as a small town comes together in grief. Worst flu outbreak in more than a decade. Tonight, the stress on hospitals. Free speech versus gay rights. CBS's Jan Crawford is outside the court as justices hear what could be a landmark case. Police chief caught on camera, flashing her badge to avoid a traffic ticket. What happened next? I'm hoping that you'll just let us go tonight. Important news for travelers when you need to get a new ID to get through airport security. And the biggest names in art, entertainment, and politics come together for the Kennedy Center Honors. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin a new week together. We're following a number of developing stories, including the final push for votes in the high stakes Georgia's Senate runoff. Plus the shocking story of a young girl abducted from her own front yard. We do want to begin with that state of emergency in North Carolina, where tens of thousands are still without power and schools will be canceled for a second day after multiple power stations came under attack. 
Officials say a person or group appears to have intentionally targeted the grid with gunfire. Well, the FBI is now involved in the investigation as the power company warns it could take days before electricity is fully restored. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Moore County, North Carolina. He's going to start us off this evening. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Nora. In a community wondering who is behind this attack, the major utility here may need until Thursday to get electricity flowing again. What happened here Saturday night was a criminal attack. Criminal and targeted, an attack in the heart of North Carolina. Someone shot up two power substations, gunfire that wrecked major utility equipment, pushing Moore County into crisis. Who and why is unclear, but the impact was obvious. Like these traffic lights, all of Carthage, North Carolina, has no power. No heat. Steve and Meg Wilkins' unheated house, 55 degrees. Take you off? Absolutely. Uh, this is not what I wanted to be doing today or last night or the night before, stringing power cords, uh, eating cold ham. Back in January, CBS News obtained a bulletin from the Department of Homeland Security, warning that domestic violent extremists continue to plot credible, specific plans to attack electricity infrastructure. The U.S. has roughly 55,000 substations. Earlier this year, 60 Minutes profiled how lightly protected and vulnerable they often are. There's a very few number of substations you need to take out uh, in the entire United States to knock out the entire grid. Turns out, taking out fewer than 20 critical substations all at once could black out the entire country, the way Moore County looks today. I can promise you to the perpetrators out there, we will find you. For now, this attack is not considered domestic terrorism, but people here are unnerved. And with no power, school has been canceled and a curfew will be in effect again tonight. Nora? Tough situation there. Mark Strassman, thank you. Well, tomorrow is Election Day in Georgia for the U.S. Senate runoff between Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and GOP challenger Herschel Walker. Nearly two million voters have already cast their ballots, with Friday being the biggest early voting day in that state's history. CBS's Nicole Killian is on the campaign trail tonight. On this election eve, a frantic fight to the finish. Are you ready to get this thing done? To secure every vote. Everybody voted that's in here already? Yeah. Republican challenger Herschel Walker targeted GOP strongholds north of Atlanta. Vote, vote, vote. While incumbent Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock fanned out across the metro area. So let's go Warnock some doors. Starting his day canvassing with union workers. What's going through your head on this final day of campaigning? I feel good. I'm deeply inspired by the ways in which people are showing up. More than 1.8 million voters have already cast ballots with high turnout levels in Democratic strongholds, which could benefit Warnock. Republicans are banking on higher turnout Election Day, but with heavy rain forecasted, both campaigns are stepping up their ground game. Hello, Mr. Walsh. This is Herschel Walker. Stevie Wonder appearing for Warnock. saturating the airwaves with more than $90 million spent on ads. 
My work is not done. Herschel Walker will vote for Georgia. Warnock has outspent his GOP rival by more than two to one. Some Republicans worry about Walker's chances after struggling to combat controversial headlines throughout the campaign and surprisingly keeping a lighter schedule before the runoff. The early voting numbers, the turnout that we've seen currently is does not look great. Uh, for Herschel and for him to win that, we're going to have to have an incredibly good turnout for Republicans tomorrow, which can still happen. President Biden and former President Trump both stayed out of the state, but tonight they are making a last-minute push for their respective candidates, with the president calling into a local radio show for Warnock and the former president holding a tele-rally for Walker. Nora? All right, we will be watching. Nicole Killian, thank you so much. In Texas, the small rural community of Paradise is coming together to mourn seven-year-old Athena Stram, whose body was found two days after she was reported missing from the driveway of her own home. A 31-year-old man driving for FedEx is in custody. Police say he confessed to kidnapping and killing their girl after making a delivery to her house. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. Today, neighbors tied bows and balloons to their homes in memory of the seven-year-old who loved the color pink. You will remember Athena every time we would see pink. Wise County Sheriff's deputies say Strand was kidnapped from the driveway of her home in Paradise, Texas, about an hour outside of Fort Worth last Wednesday. After an extensive search, her body was found on Friday. It hurts our hearts to know that that child died. Investigators say 31-year-old Tanner Lynn Horner delivered a package to the house at about the same time the child disappeared. Over the weekend, FedEx issued a statement saying, our thoughts are with the family of Athena Strand during this most difficult time. Stranger abductions are rare. FBI statistics show they accounted for less than 1% of all kidnappings last year. Athena's grandfather posted a statement on Facebook forgiving Horner, saying in part, I want five minutes alone in a cell with the psycho that took our Athena away from us. But there's a soft, gentle voice in the back of my head telling me I need to forgive him. Phil Erickson is the associate pastor at First Baptist Church of Cottondale in Paradise. His son was in Athena's class at school. I think it's a good wake-up call to parents just in general, just to be more aware of everything. And so just keep loving them, hug them tighter. Horner had no criminal history, and now he's being held on a capital murder and aggravated kidnapping charge. His bond is $1.5 million. As for this community, they're trying to heal. There will be a vigil at the courthouse tonight, and tomorrow more than 2,000 people are expected for another memorial here at this church. Nora? Such a disturbing story. Omar Villafranca, thank you so much. Well, Tampa's police chief resigned today after an investigation into a traffic stop where she asked for special treatment. Body cam video shows the now former chief asking a sheriff's deputy to just let them go. CBS's Jeff Begays has new details. A Pinellas County Sheriff's deputy was on patrol when he pulled the couple over in a golf cart last month. What's going to be a golf cart? No tag. Tampa police chief Mary O'Connor is in civilian clothing along with her husband who is driving the golf cart. Is your camera on? It is. I'm the police chief in Tampa. Oh, how you doing? Then came what an internal investigation called a violation of Tampa Police Department guidelines. 
I'm hoping that you'll just let us go tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll say, uh, now that you say I, I, you look familiar, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I do. <laughs> okay. So, all right, folks. Well, uh, have a good night. O'Connor then handed the deputy her business card. Oh, all right. You ever need anything, call me. In Chief O'Connor's resignation letter, she wrote, I would never want my personal mistake to stand in the way of the progress I have made mending relationships between the police department and the community. The damage may have already been done. The internal investigation concluded the chief used her official position to obtain privileges not otherwise available. Tampa Mayor Jane Castor. But I looked at this particular incident and it wasn't about a, a traffic stop. It wasn't about a golf cart. It was about integrity. It was about utilizing your authority to try to influence that incident. And just so you know, Tampa's mayor, Jane Castor, is also the city's former police chief. She served for six years. And by the way, the deputy involved in the traffic stop was not disciplined. He remains on patrol. Nora. Quite a story. Jeff Begays, thanks so much. Well, in tonight's Health Watch, the Centers for Disease Control says influenza hospitalizations are at their highest levels in more than a decade for this time of the year. 44 states are reporting high or very high flu activity just in the last week. 14 children have already died this flu season. And Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is calling on the Department of Health and Human Services to step in as some hospitals in New York are running out of beds due to the record number of pediatric RSV cases. The Supreme Court heard oral arguments today in a case pitting gay rights against claims of free speech and religious freedom. The eventual ruling could have enormous consequences. CBS's chief legal correspondent Jan Crawford was inside the court. Everything I create is one of a kind. No two logos are the same. No two websites are the same. Colorado website designer Lori Smith says she will work with any client unless their message would conflict with her religious beliefs. My faith teaches me that marriage is an institution that God has created. Smith considers her web designs a form of artistic expression and refuses to make them for same-sex couples. That puts her at odds with Colorado's anti-discrimination law, which would require her to make them for all couples. A clash that played out in court today as justices struggled with where to draw the line. Conservatives were troubled the government could compel speech, Justice Neil Gorsuch. This individual will provide all manner of websites, just not one that celebrates, requires her to write something, words on a page, customizable, all the stuff you stipulated to, um, that celebrate a particular thing that she finds offends her religious beliefs. But liberals like Justice Sonia Sotomayor worried a ruling for Smith would also have implications for other groups. How about people who don't believe in interracial marriage? Or about people who don't believe that disabled people should get married? Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser said the issue is one of equal treatment. When you open up your doors and serve the public, you have to be able to serve all members of the public and not discriminate based on who someone is. Now, the court heard a similar case five years ago involving a baker who refused to make wedding cakes for same-sex couples. He won on narrow grounds. The justices didn't decide those bigger First Amendment issues that they took up today. A decision in this case is expected by June. Nora? And we'll be watched closely. Jan Crawford, thank you. 
Word tonight that there may be a serious escalation of the war in Ukraine. Ukrainian drones reportedly attacked military bases hundreds of miles inside Russia. At least two Russian planes were destroyed and several others damaged. That's according to The New York Times, citing a senior Ukrainian official. Russia claims they intercepted the drones, which killed three maintenance workers and caused minor damage when they crashed. Tonight, the royal rift between Prince Harry and his brother William is likely to grow following the release of a new Netflix trailer for the upcoming docuseries on Harry and his wife, Meghan. It's a dirty game. The pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. Harry accuses the hierarchy of the family of leaking and planting of stories in the press while admitting he was terrified for Meghan about history repeating itself as images of his late mother, Princess Diana, flashed on the screen. The first episodes will begin streaming later this month. Meanwhile, Prince William is following in his father's footsteps when it comes to the environment. The future king has given out the second annual Earthshot Prize for entrepreneurs and innovators who are working to save the planet. We get more now from CBS's Ben Tracy. This is the Earthshot Prize 2022. It's been called the Oscars for the Earth. The glitzy award show in Boston right ahead, please. brought glamour to the grueling work of saving the planet. <laughs> Catherine, Princess of Wales, even matched the environmentally green carpet. Alongside other famous faces. What kind of impact do you think an award like this can have? I think it can be incredibly inspiring. We can overcome our planet's greatest challenges. Prince William awarded five prizes worth more than a million dollars each to eco-innovators, including a British startup making plastic out of seaweed, a group in Oman turning planet-warming carbon emissions to stone, and a Kenyan woman tackling air pollution with cleaner burning stoves. Now we're able to achieve our goal of distributing the next one million cookstoves within the Kenyan homes that need it most. None of the finalists are actually here. They're scattered all over the world, and they're encouraged not to fly in to cut down on planet-warming pollution. From moonshots to earthshots. Prince William brought the prize to Boston because it was inspired by President John F. Kennedy's 1960s moonshot. Combating the climate crisis feels even more daunting, but the prince says these innovations give him hope. We can change our future. Ben Tracy, CBS News, Boston. Remember that story about Lady Gaga's dog walker who was shot? Well, we have a major update to tell you about. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. A stiff penalty was handed down today to the man who shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and stole two of her French bulldogs. James Howard Jackson was sentenced to 21 years in prison after pleading no contest in a Los Angeles courtroom. The incident was caught on doorbell camera. Detectives say the thieves were unaware of the Gaga connection. Their motive simply to steal the breed. Each dog is worth thousands of dollars. The Department of Homeland Security is delaying its real ID enforcement for a third time. The new deadline for domestic flyers is now May 7th, 2025. On that date, anyone 18 and older will need a real ID driver's license or one of several options to fly within the U.S. Pandemic-related issues were cited as a reason for the delays. All right, an aggressive raccoon is no match for a determined mom. With the battle, it was caught on camera. That's next. A group of Taylor Swift fans is suing Ticketmaster over the botched sales for the pop star's upcoming concert tour. The suit includes charges of fraud, price fixing and deception, and chief among them allowing scalpers to scoop up many of the tickets. Swift apologized to her fans for the situation. Five-year-old Riley McNamara is recovering at her Connecticut home tonight after a scary encounter on Friday. A raccoon attacked and bit Riley just as she stepped out of the house. Kinira screaming. Seconds later, Mom Logan came to Riley's rescue, also getting bit before tossing the assailant away. Look at this. Mom and Riley will need a series of rabies shots. Some of the biggest names in entertainment are celebrated at the annual Kennedy Center Honors. That's next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Finally tonight, a star-studded event brought together some of the biggest names in Washington music and the silver screen. Among those being honored, Irish rock band U2 and two-time Academy Award winner George Clooney. CBS's Vladimir Dutier has some of the best moments from the Kennedy Center Honors. With electrifying performances and star-studded speeches. George Clooney is the last of the true movie stars. This year's Kennedy Center Honors did not disappoint. That's what friends are for. Kicking things off. He's a moving tribute to the Empress of Soul, Gladys Knight. I'm here for Gladys Knight, can't you tell? In true fashion, Julia Roberts stole the show wearing a dress covered in photos of friend and honoree George Clooney. Christian artist Amy Grant turned family and faith into chart-topping music. 
while Tanya Leone's journey from refugee to Pulitzer Prize-winning composer and conductor astounded. Audience applause as well for Paul Pelosi, making his first public appearance since being attacked in October. U 2s music. And a grand finale honoring rock legends U2. From four Irish boys to global superstars, their impact on music and humanitarian issues is incomparable. A celebration of talent and life. Vladimir Dutier, CBS News, New York. And celebrating art. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official T-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.